0: You're listening to Blacklight Speaks, a podcast sharing stories from the voices of underrepresented and traditionally marginalized students on the UChicago campus, brought to you by Blacklight Magazine in collaboration with The Vane. I'm your host, Kenya Charles. This episode features fourth-year Ariel Stevenson reading her own essay, Some Virginal Thoughts. My family left DeSoto, Texas on a Tuesday to come to Chicago. Two days before that, I had my purity ceremony. That sounds really scary, I know. You have probably an image of large groups of young girls pledging to stay pure while staring deeply into their father's eyes. Mine was not like that. It was private, with eight of my family members in attendance and some of the other girls from my church. My father did not show up, and I pledged my virginity to myself as planned. My two aunts picked out my ring and Ithkiss instead of the garish True Love weights. That was in September 2011. Earlier that March, I was face down on my friend's couch with my pants around my ankles, ass in the air. In a rather compromising situation, I remember looking to my left and seeing Chan on the screen and thinking, Hmm, this would be a wild story to tell. Loses virginity while shitty anime plays in the background. So, I promptly pulled up my pants and left, driving around my hometown listening to NERD remixes, trying to understand how I came that close to just doing it with someone who I knew was a piece of shit. That was the last time anyone had seen me face down, ass up. I let that marinate in my mind all through the summer, but gearing up for college. I felt so out of control out of my own body, my own choices. I had never been slipped into a physical interaction like that, always able to think rationally about how the interaction might go. After that, I pondered on some of the past judgments that I had made of girls that had become pregnant after their first time, or those who said regretfully, it just happened. Those girls grew up and out with cute babies and new leases on lives, but I was stuck. I couldn't eat regularly. Sleep was lost on me. I never wanted to grow up to become someone that would be mentally vacant in any situation, especially sex. So, I made a choice for myself. Early this week, I saw that a 17-year-old boy went on a stabbing spree, attacking innocent women because he was a virgin. He blamed all women for the fact that he wasn't getting laid before he was even old enough to vote. While I cannot understand why he blamed all women, I did understand why he had enough passion over being a virgin to do it. I have never seen my virginity as a burden, something that weighs me down at parties or on dates, but other people have. When I explain to people what my ring is for... It mainly follows after cracking some extremely crass joke. For example, I see my friend in this text talking about this guy that I thought was really hot, and it reads, In a hypothetical world where I didn't feel obligated to fulfill a life pledge I made to myself before God, I would let him do several, several things to me that I just don't feel like you actually want me to type out, but, like, He could call me the N-word, hard R and everything, and I would still bust it wide open for him. Like, he could choke me and slap me and spit in my mouth and I would just be like, okay. People tend to think I'm joking as a result, or they ask me a series of questions that I would place under none of your damn business. Is it for, you know, religious reasons? Did you, like, have some sexual trauma in your past? So, like, would you suck a dick? Did you promise yourself to your dad? Or they proceed to give me their unsolicited opinion on the matter. Oh, you're never going to find someone that's going to wait for you. That sucks, man. You're really missing out. You should probably tell guys that on the first date. That's probably why you're so tense. People either commit me for not spit sleeping with guys, or they shame me because they think that I am shaming them which really sucks because sex positivity is my thing. I always encourage my friends to pursue the finest sexual experiences. I taught my friend the other day what a Kegel was and why they're beneficial during sex. I send my friends links to the newest and best vibrators. I just don't think I need to have sex. I have always been deathly afraid of getting pregnant before I was ready. So the main impetus behind my period ring was that it is the best possible birth control, unless my uterus is going to pull a Mother Mary. But I feel a lot of shame from others. Sometimes I feel hypocritical. Because I really want to have sex. Like, I want to do all types of shit. Like, I think about it a lot. I think about just saying, fuck it, and tenoring some guy and asking him to bring some condoms and lube and just dashing with my promises to myself. People often ask why I take the pledge when I could just not have sex. Then they get to know me. They get to see that I have little to no self-control when it comes to matters of pleasure. I would spend all my money on one meal at some nice restaurant or one outfit and then not be able to eat for the rest of the week. I'll swear off Oreos and then wake up in the middle of the night with such a strong craving that I walk to Walgreens and buy some. I can't stop myself from pursuing physically pleasurable things, so I feel I had to make this pledge. But it's still not burdensome. There's no guarantee that my sexual experiences will be full of orgasms and new outlooks on life if I just start fucking guys. Just as there's no guarantee that my future husband and deflowerer won't suck out my life force and cheat on me after I squeeze out a few puppies. What is known is that I have complete control over this aspect of my body and life. My vagina, my rules. My sexuality exists with or without intercourse. However, it took me a long time to situate that aspect of myself with what I've learned of the social construct of virginity and what I like in intimate situations. Now I know that my sexuality exists regardless of whatever I choose to do. And that is a great sensation. Ariel's piece, along with many others, can be found in the upcoming Gender and Sexuality edition of Blacklight Magazine, which will be released during 10th week. Thanks for listening to Blacklight Speaks.